This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much, and thank you for listening on this Sunday morning, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Our Thanksgiving dinner will be uh, in about uh, three hours. Our son Todd is in town from California for a couple of days, really kind of a, a rush time, but you know what? He is such a busy guy that we take any time with Todd, and that's nice. The whole family's coming together. We have uh, Sam and Alex coming in, Alex up from College Station, and Sam away from his college and work, and uh, all of Brian and his family and kids, and and uh, great-granddaughter Jackie. Oh, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. So I hope you have a wonderful time with family sometime. Um, this is a time that we are grateful and thankful for all of our blessings, and we Think back to those that we've shared Thanksgiving with in the past who may not be with us this time around, and we give thanks that we had the time that we did with them. And so I hope it's a good day for you, a good week, and whenever you get to celebrate Thanksgiving, we hope you have a a good time. Uh, If you'd like to call, I will celebrate your phone call because I don't have any right now. Uh, In fact, I don't even have a call screen. I lost that. What to do with that? Um... There it is. Magically it appears. The phone number, I still don't have any calls, 800-288-WBAP. I closed out last hour without time to give the number. That's what happened. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Call right now, please. 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is my mother-in-law's name, Thelma. This gentle 12-year-old lady is looking for her Louise. Could that be you? She's a medium-sized gal weighing in at 50 pounds with a smooth tan coat. Flecks of gray on her muzzle and eyes reveal her senior status, but her perky ears give you a bit of a puppy expression. Thelma is a sweet, a little shy, and quiet. She's easily won over with offerings of treats and lots of back scratches. Once she knows you, she's a total lap dog and loves to cuddle and be petted. Thelma is looking for a laid-back home where she can enjoy her golden years with lots of yummy snacks and all the snuggles she could ask for. She's open to meeting other dogs, so bring any potential canine companions in for a meet-and-greet to see if they're a good match. Thelma is waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To meet Thelma, visit her any day between noon and 6 p.m. Hopefully we'll get her adopted today, so I wouldn't wait too long. She's a great girl. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Thelma has been spayed, she's been microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. In other words, she is ready to go. She is uh, plug-and-play. She's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. They are at 2400 Lone Star Drive. That's at I-30, west of Hampton Road. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's where you can see Thelma and find out more about her. SPCA.org slash findapet, one word. And visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, Thelma. I hope we can get her adopted today. That would be wonderful. That is sponsored by uh, the folks at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place for grilling. They have the helpful hardware folks, too, but you already knew that. Did you know that they are the place for grilling people who really know and love grilling? When you go in the front door, they will greet you. They'll say, hi, thanks for coming into our store. How can we help you? And they will really mean it. And then when you say, I need to talk to somebody about grilling, they will say, let us get, and they'll mention the name, and that'll be 
their on-site grilling expert. And that person will tell you anything that you need to know about grilling, what brand is best for this or that, and uh, how do you use it most effectively. Oh, my goodness. And uh, just, just put them through the paces. Let them have a chance to help you because they love doing that. Let them show you the choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is so beautiful. Ace is the place for all of your grills and accessories and fuel needs this holiday season. And you get free assembly and delivery on grills and accessories costing more than $399 for Ace Rewards members. How do you get an Ace Rewards card? It's pretty simple. You uh, sign up at the uh, counter when you go in. It uh, is as easy as putting the app on your phone. Uh, you can use the, uh, the the number on your phone, your phone number, as your uh, rewards number. That's what I've done. And it's just really easy. See your local Ace Hardware store for help in picking the, just the right grill for your needs or to give as a gift to somebody you care a lot about. We gave our son Todd a Traeger grill a couple of years ago, and he is loving it. It's the way it is. Ace has all of those. They have Traeger. They have Weber, Big Green Egg. Kamado Joe, they will match you up with the type that best fits your needs. Ace stores parts of our neighborhoods. Ace is the place with grills. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Snoopy, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Wilma in Rock, uh, Rockwall. Wilma, how can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Um, I've gathered some larkspur seeds, and I've had them in the refrigerator, and I was wondering when I should plant them. All right. Um, I would suggest that they be planted October 1, but uh-oh, we're past that. <laughs> uh, I would probably sow part of them now. And I would reserve part of them and plant them in early February if you get a warm spell. They uh, they will bloom in early spring, and, and so you need to have them in the ground growing actively. I might even start some of them in pots and set the transplants out, but you have to grow them in bright, sunny location uh, as, as they're developing. And then set the transplants out. Uh, don't let them get lanky. Uh, okay. Set the transplants out on a day when it's uh, not windy and not extremely cold. And that's going to be uh, sometime in late February, and uh, that would be a, a third way to grow them. But I would scratch them into the soil surface now and uh, put a little thin layer, half an inch uh, or, or so of mulch over them just to hold that moisture in. And uh, then I would repeat the same process probably in in uh, mid to late February, and I'd also sow into pots at the same time and, and try to have three different ways that I'm planting them. Okay. Otherwise, it's better to do what nature does, and they reseed in the spring, and they germinate in the fall. And, and so by taking them, collecting them as you did, putting them in the fridge and letting them sit there until early fall. So October 1st would normally be a good time to direct sow. Okay, that sounds good, Neil. Do you have time for another quick one on Nellie R. Stevens Holly? Uh, if it's a really quick question, yes. It is. Uh, I received it from my neighbor, and I planned it, and I noticed it's getting awful big. And I've been thinking it was Burford Holly, and I've been pruning it back, and I was wondering, will it go ahead and grow up to the 12 or 15 feet that they should be? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pruning, right. pruning once doesn't, uh, doesn't change its mind for it. Okay, that's all I need to know about that one. I sure thank you. Yeah, it's a beautiful shrub, but it is one of the larger hollies. I love it. It's my favorite holly or one of them. Oh, but, yes. But it is yes, a big sir. one, yeah. All right. Appreciate yeah, your call very one. much. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. You bet. All right, we'll come back and go to Diane in Arlington and Bill in Ben Wheeler, Texas. So stay with me, folks. Let me tell you about my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. In fact, you will see one of the Nellie R. Stevens in our yard as a photo in, in my book, and it's it's the largest one that I have. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, my Christmas special offer, which will be pulled in just a couple of weeks, just because I'm, I'm going to have to do it um, 
probably 10 or 12 days ahead of Christmas in order to make sure that they arrive by Christmas. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, the first copy of the book. Oh, and by the way, the book applies to every county in the state of Texas. It applies to every aspect of outdoor gardening in the state of Texas, whether it's uh, fruit and flowers and vegetables or whether it is lawns and landscapes, whatever it is, it's all in this book. This is the book I wanted originally when I did the Complete Guide to Texas Gardening, the Cowboy Boot book, but I was working with a committee, and their main goal was to cut costs. And uh, and I thought, uh-huh. I, I want to have a book published, so I guess I'll have to go along with it. Well, this time I said, you know, I'm going to self-publish. I still want to have a book published. But I'm not going to go along with all the changes that come with a publishing house. I'm going to do it myself. So I hired Carolyn Skye as editor and Cindy Smith as graphic designer. They're both outstanding. And the three of us did this book. Took a year, but we got it done, and I'm proud of this book. It's $36.95 plus tax and postage for the first copy. If you buy only one copy, that's the price, $36.95. If you bought it in a store or on Amazon, you could expect to pay $50 or $55 for it. But because I self-published, I, I have taken out all of the middle people, and it's really affordable. Thirty-six ninety-five. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. Seventy-one thousand copies sold so far, and not one request for refund. The second and third books, instead of being thirty-six ninety-five, are thirty-one ninety-five. Uh, for a limited time, so that you can give them as Christmas gifts. They must be bought at the same time, and they must be shipped to the same mailing address. All of that is uh, given in detail on my website at neilsperry.com. That's where you order it, at neilsperry.com. You need to order immediately, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. The other way you can order is by calling my office Monday or Tuesday of this week, and that's 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way by far is to order at neilsperry.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. That is our church, and we're proud to recommend it. (laughs) That sounds a little commercial, where we'd be thrilled to have you join us. That sounds better. Uh, The 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression, jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. And it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now, here we are 90 years later, and the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products, they understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions. Protect them from the harsh weather that we are accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rains, hail, and snowstorms for years to come. And that's a lot longer than conventional roofs. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com. Learn more. Find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R. 877-268-3553. Mueller, 877 to Mueller, 877-268-3553, or com. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. 
And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. And we go to Arlington. Diane is in Arlington. How may I help you, Diane? Oh, hello. Um, I keep having trouble with uh, bulbs. I try to grow glads, iris, and daffodils. I get very few flowers, so I'm not sure exactly. Am I supposed to use bone meal or just regular fertilizer? Uh, bone meal is fine. That would work fine. Uh, what problems are you having with, with getting them to flower? Um, I don't know. I mean, I I guess I'm not fertilizing them right. Uh, are the, are the get... bulbs growing well? Yeah, I mean, i got leaves all over the place, you know. And, what uh, variety and I... of daffodils are you growing? Oh, I don't know. They're just yellow. But, oh, the daffodils you... also have just started coming up, and I'm going, oh, you, no, it's Diane, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> slow down a little bit. You have to know what variety that you're growing to be able oh. to succeed with daffodils. Oh. You need, to, you need to grow specific varieties for them uh-huh. to succeed. Have you had them a good while? Uh, yeah. When I first planted them, I got plenty of flowers, and then as okay. the time marched on, just leaves. But why are they coming up now? Well, let me answer one question at a time. Calm uh-huh. down a little bit. Slow down. Uh-huh. The, the biggest problem with daffodils is that people buy the ones that are marketed in the home centers and the, the big box stores and grocery stores. Oh. And those very often are King Alfred and Unsurpassable and Mount Hood, the large, uh, great big uh, daffodils, big bulbs, big flowers. Oh. And in the south, uh, those will bloom one time, and then in successive years after that, all you get is leaves. They don't oh. bloom again. They bloom one year and never again. Oh. What you have to use in, in Texas, there is a much smaller group of about uh, six or eight varieties that are notorious for blooming each year reliably. And so I really, before you decide that you've made a mistake on fertilizer or anything else, Uh I want you to try a couple of other varieties. You can still find them in nurseries if you go into a good independent retail garden center now. Uh The variety Carlton is a 100-year-old variety that has proven itself a long time ago. It's the most popular daffodil variety in the world because Uh it establishes and reblooms. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. Ice Follies is a beautiful white variety that will uh-huh. rebloom year after year and establish uh-huh. itself wonderfully. Uh-huh. Cheerfulness and, and golden che- or yellow cheerfulness, another one that has multiple flowers on a stalk, it will bloom again and again for you. So try those uh-huh. and see if you don't have much better luck year after uh-huh. year. It doesn't have anything to do with the uh-huh. fertilizer. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. well, I mean, what's making them uh, daffodils coming up now? Mine are too. That's normal. Oh, you should I cover them if it freezes or something? No, no, they're they're fine. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. okay, thank you. You bet. Good luck with them. Thanks for the call. All right, let's go. Don't don't blame yourself automatically. A lot of us, and I do the same thing when when I'm working with not working with that boy. That's a mistaken term. Working with my truck. I don't work with my truck because I don't understand my truck. Uh, when I am trying to figure out what is that odd sound in my truck, I just immediately assume I've done something wrong. Oh, I guess I left the hammer in the truck. <laughs> that's that's how I work with my truck, and uh, and and so I blame myself for things like that. And and usually it's something that may not even be a problem. And so in this case, the problem is that we bought them at the wrong place. The real problem is that places shouldn't sell those varieties to us. There you go. Their buyers should know better because there are plenty of Carlton and Ice Follies daffodil bulbs available for sale. Those ought to be sold, and the sign ought to go up that says, this is a variety that we're proud to offer to you because this is a variety that is well adapted to our area. That's what ought to be on the sign not get this great big Dutch bulb and uh, get these huge blooms uh, and then not have the fine print that says get them one year. Anyway, uh, let's go to Bill in Ben Wheeler. Bill, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Neil. I have oaks, mostly uh, post oaks, I guess, or some people around here call them white oaks, medium to large, and uh, because of uh, severe cold that we had, mid-February, I think I'm about eight miles from the Tyler Airport, and they had a, a, a six below zero night. Uh, I suppose that's why uh, the sap already rising, that uh, lost some of the oaks, a few of them, and then 
many of them are not didn't come out in the tops, but many of them have just a few little uh, twigs, you know, here and there. Will they come back next year? Um, what you are seeing is being observed all across Texas. Oaks were hurt badly uh, in much of Texas, certainly in DFW as well. Um, there are lots of oaks in the Dallas-Fort Worth area um, that are not going to come back or parts of oaks that will not come back. Uh, if you have a whole branch or a whole top of a tree that has had no leaves at all this year, those branches are probably dead and should be removed sooner rather than later because they could break in, a, in an ice or snowstorm. And especially if they're over a driveway or, heaven forbid, over a house or over a play yard where kids play. You don't want to have those limbs breaking. And you folks who live in East Texas in a, a beautiful part of the state, those branches are big. Your trees get large, and you, you need to have those limbs taken down. Yes. Um, fences and cattle are my concern. Uh, the ones that seem to be out in the open, you know, scattered in the pasture, seem to have been hit worst. Uh, the ones in the woods, only here and there I've lost one. All right, but do you think the ones that have uh, a few little leaves on most of the branches, do you think it's a wait-and-see thing because there's some sap in those branches? Bill, I, I'm going to put it this way. Oaks, if you took a 1,000 oak trees and and lined them up from left to right, with left being one that is obviously dead and, and far right being one that obviously had, apparently had absolutely no damage, what you would have in between would be a rainbow, a constant gradation of everything in between. And if you had somebody describe, uh, this is a thousand trees, the 400th tree, that person would describe it very differently than you would or I would. And I don't know that I'm able on a phone call, on a radio program, to describe it in a way that you'll understand what I'm saying, that I understand how you're describing it. Um, and that a listener, another listener, will, will interpret that properly. Here's what I'm trying to say. Uh, oaks were hurt badly. In general terms, an oak that has less than half of its normal canopy uh, is in great jeopardy. If it lost bark off the trunk, that's a really bad sign, especially if that bark came off a major portion of the trunk, and most especially if the bark went all the way around the trunk. Oh, that's a kiss of death. So that tree really needs to be watched very, very carefully. Probably needs to be taken down. Um, on the other hand, if you have a tree that lost 20% of its, if it has 80% of the normal leaf canopy, it's just kind of sparse, but it's over the whole tree uniformly, that tree's probably going to be fine. It'll, it'll nurse itself back to health. But there are lots of trees that have 80% of their normal leaf canopy, but the top 20% of the tree is completely dead. And those tops need to be taken out. So it's everything possible. There's no way to describe it. It's like describing tornado damage. Do I need to tear my house down? Well, I don't know. I think I need to see the house. It's just hard to describe. I've never seen anything like it. And... Um, you have no way of knowing what I'm about to tell you, so I'm really not trying to slap you around town with this next comment. We're going to remain friends, and I don't mean to hurt your feelings with it. I have asked this, been asked this in so many different variations by friends out on the street and calls to my house from people in our church and, you know, everywhere I go that I get, I get my head starts to spin because I can't remember exactly how they described it. Uh, you can wait and see, but the thing that, that the cities are now beginning to tell their, their residents, be very careful, don't wait too long, because if a big branch comes down, it could hurt or it could, it could kill a person, and we don't want to wait that long. Oaks are pretty strong, and the wood is pretty durable, but it only goes to a point. Um, if it's out in a pasture, that's probably not as much a concern as it would be. Uh, in an urban landscape, but I'd, I'd just to be careful if I were you. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. I, that was the worst answer I've ever given in 45 years <laughs> on the air, and I know that. I tried. I really did. No. no Don't give up on much. me, Bill. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Sorry to put you through the agony. All right. 
if uh, I have an ad to do for Baylor Scott and White Health, if a Baylor Scott and White health worker gave you that kind of answer on a medical thing, you would find another hospital team to help you. Oh, goodness. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to tell you about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. They're the beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. And they have the hardest job of all. We owe each one of them a great big thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID. It's not easy. We're, we're like a bunch of independent dogs going every which direction, try to rally us around. But they are trying. They're trying their hardest. We see you showing up every day, giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are things that you and I can do to show our appreciation, show our respect to the front line. We can get vaccinated. I've had my booster. Have you? Please do. Please, please do. It's a small price to pay. It is not painful. Not painful. Wear your mask. What is that about? It's no big issue. Those are the easy. Those are the great ways to show your support and show the messages on share the messages on social media let others know how you feel and let others know don't make this a political issue this is about trying to get us all well and keep us well and that's what the frontline workers are trying to do one more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health for all the times you've tried to get us well and keep us well and this is just one more of them thank you for all you do to keep us all safe thank you Whenever you're out and about, take us along. Just download the WBAP app. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. Texas has a lot of stone and rock. We have a lot of it. We have beautiful stone and rock. We have a lot of beautiful stone and rock. And so you don't really have a landscape finished until you feature some of that stone and rock. And the best way to do that is to go to WhizQ Stone and let them show you what they offer. A lot of it's from Texas in the southwest. They have beautiful stone from landscaping boulders to decorative gravel and everything in between. Your landscape can be finished off to a beautiful finish. And stone is the way. Maybe you're putting in a patio stones, a retaining wall, or a fountain. Whatever it is, they can help you with that. And they can refer you to the best landscape contractors to do the job beautifully. If you can hear me, they can deliver to you. Now, you take your drawings out, your measurements of the of the area that you're going to be working in, and photos of what you're trying to accomplish, and they will help you. Their in-house engineers uh, can and, and salespeople can help you very easily. They know what they're doing, and then they refer you to landscape contractors with whom they work, people who buy product from them. Now, don't be surprised if they suggest 10 to 15% overage. We think that you need five tons. We're going to suggest to you uh, six tons because you need to have some overage. Overage is not a way that they run up your bill. It's a way that they make sure that you have matching stone and enough of it. You'll use that stone. Yes, you'll have overage. You'll have some left over. And that's always a good thing because you'll come up with another project somewhere. I have, and it's just so much fun. Whiskey Stone, they're great people. Mike and Derek Wizenand, hence the name Whiskey Stone. W-H-I-Z hyphen Q dot com is the website. WhizQ Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South and Southeast Fort Worth, 22 acres in size, open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays, and that's WhizQ Stone, 817-429-0822, WhizQ Stone. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. DFW Airport is bracing for a very busy Thanksgiving travel week. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. 
ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the rise. Construction is closed east and westbound Highway 121 between Handley Etterville Road and East Loop 820. Meanwhile, a bridge construction project is completely closed northbound East Loop 820 between Highway 10, Hearst Boulevard in that case, and Glenview Drive. Uh, that project will be picked up and opened again to traffic at uh, 6 o'clock Monday morning. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Mostly cloudy today. Spotty shower, possible, but not likely. High temperature 67. Monday, sunny, cooler, high 62. Right now, it's cloudy, and we've got 67 degrees. Traveling's pretty much at pre-pandemic levels now. DFW Airport is expecting more than 2 million travelers to pass through in the lead-up to Thanksgiving. Travel expert Cindy Grant believes this is only the beginning, and even more of us will be traveling this coming spring and summer. I think there was uh, some reluctance to travel with the kids when they're not vaccinated, so I think once the kids could get vaccinated, parents were a little more comfortable in getting back out there. Butterfly researchers are calling on the public to report monarch butterfly sightings in eight states this winter, including Texas. Scientists say the information may help conservation efforts by determining if monarch butterflies can spend the winter as non-breeding adults in the southern U.S. Monarch populations have declined significantly over the past two decades. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FMHD2, and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very, very much. I was thinking about how you go about getting sunburst shutters on the job at your house. You know you want to have a different look in window treatments. How do you go about approaching them? Well, first of all, they're very, very nice people, so don't worry about uh, do I really want to have them come to my house. Yes, you do, and uh, you will find them to be just outstanding people. Uh, you can look at their website, and, and that will give you a great head start on what they can do for you, and, and that uh, will relieve any anxiety you might have about whether you want their product or not, because once you see the website, you're going to say, oh, yes, I do, sunburstshutters.com. And just trust me on the fact that they have really great people who go out to uh, to demonstrate to show the the uh, uh, to show the uh, uh, product and to help you make the choice. And the phone number is two one four three four three two six zero one two one four three four three twenty six zero one. And uh, Collins Jones owns and operates Sunburst Shutter Shutters. He uh, uh, I I met the owner as uh, as Bruce Jones, his dad. Bruce retired to do work in his church, and, and Collins uh, took over, and it's just uh, just a great family business. They've been doing this for more than 30 years, and so impressively, wonderfully warm people. They can custom-fit sunburst shutters in any shape or size opening in your home. You can do them for uh, doors, French doors, whatever it is you want for sunburst shutters. Every window gets its own specific sunburst shutter. They'll bring samples to your home. They're two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size, and they are made of polywood, a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. White or off-white, and just beautiful, just beautiful. We have them, and I'm saying they're just beautiful, plain and simple. Again, the contact information, sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601, Sunburst Shutters. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, this is the place you go for any of your bird feeding needs. If you are trying to find out a lot more about birds, this is the place to go. You know, a lot of us got into bird feeding when we bought a some kind of a little cheap feeder off a rack in a, oh, I don't know, a, a home center or a grocery store or something like that. And then the first time we ever went in Wild Birds Unlimited, we said to ourselves, 
oh my gosh, these people really know what they're doing, or something to that equivalent, because it's obvious that the feeders are better made. It's obvious that the uh, that the feed is more carefully studied because they that you see on the label that this one is specifically for these species, and then there are. Uh, it, it looks like you're buying something for a human because it gives the nutritional values and what time of the year these are important. They have nesting boxes. They have uh, uh, water watering stations. They have it all, and they have wonderful reference books. And you know what they have that comes free when you go in at Wild Birds Unlimited? They have unlimited enthusiasm and knowledge that they love to impart to you. Take a child in with you. I took our grandchild, uh, Joseph, in, and they just, he was so excited by what he got to see at Wild Birds Unlimited. We have three of their stores that join together to sponsor my radio broadcasts and my electronic newsletter. These are the ones I hope you will uh, uh, specify as you go out shopping. Uh, the Dallas store at 5715 West Lovers Lane, just west of the tollway, right beside Nicholson Hardy. That store is open today. I double-check these, but they uh, historically have been. 5715 West Lovers Lane. Ron's store in East Dallas at 50, uh, let me, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. That store is also open today. He's been there a long, long time. 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. And the McKinney store at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. That's Bertie's store, and they are closed on Sundays. These are Fabulous stores. Wild Birds Unlimited, wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Stubby, very much. And uh, marking myself a note here. Excuse me for that. Um, phone number. Phone number for callers. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. And Mike and I will be here next Sunday live uh, on, uh, on WBAP. We will also be... Uh, on KLIF next Saturday from 1 until 2.30. Uh, I think it's SMU football preempts us uh, from 2.30 on next uh, Saturday afternoon, but uh, that's at 5.70 on the AM dial from 1 until 2.30. So we have uh, normal, pretty much normal broadcasting coming up this next weekend. Hope you'll join us. It may be really hard to get calls next weekend. We'll see how that goes. 800 288 9227 right now. Let's go to Roy in Dallas. Roy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Many blessings to you, your family, and also Gretchen, who is so sweet, I got to talk to this week. Oh, good. Thank you. For Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. She sure was. Uh, I sent her those images of the holly shrubs I talked to you about last weekend. Did you get a chance, an opportunity to... uh, view those and if are those the shrubs that you're in of interest in particular looking for she has not sent them to me i forgot about them and she apparently didn't notice them we've taken uh somewhere beyond a thousand orders for the book this week we closed out the the special offer um and she has been uh, to say overwhelmed is is not even close that, that's okay that's yeah, okay i'll, uh, I'll have it true I will ask yeah. her. I'll send her a note right now, and, and we'll uh, find them. And okay. uh, uh, you might resend, Roy, if if you still have the images, please send them again. And I'll uh, send them to her. Yes, sir. Yeah, if you okay. are near your computer and can send them uh, by ten this morning, that'll give her a timestamp to look for. Okay. Uh, next question is: uh, I got my shipment in from Brenton Becky's about two weeks ago. Good. And among those are hyacinth bulbs, and I said, "Hey, I better get those in the refrigerator to, to condition them." And uh, it takes about forty-five days, I believe. And yes. among the shipment was uh, some Dutch Irish bulbs. 
Now, do I have to refrigerate those two as well to condition? I don't believe so. I haven't raised them, and and uh, but I don't think they need that. Doesn't hurt. Okay. Doesn't hurt. Okay. But uh, but I don't think that's necessary. Okay. Since you're from Ohio, have you ever bought from uh, Borgondian, uh, the bulb company up there? Um, maybe many many years ago. Maybe even as a teenager. Uh, are they Michigan? Uh, well, they're in Cleves, Ohio. Hmm. No, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, because that lady who called you about daffodils, mm-hmm. uh, they've got many uh, varieties of Dutch uh, bulbs, including uh, tulips and uh, iris, as, as well as the uh, daffodils. So varieties. do Brent and Becky, and Brent and Becky, I know, uh, make the huge issue uh, on uh, on the varieties I mentioned. They, they were yes, the sir. ones who... Helped. Uh, uh, they, in fact, they have at certain times during the year they have uh, special information on their website about Southern adapted bulbs. They're wonderful, yeah. and and uh, so I, I would. Yeah. In the last twenty five years, I've never felt a need to go anywhere else. I understand. Thank you for recommending uh, them to me too, as well. Yeah, they're because. great, and the number of bulbs that they bring in of those two varieties is just astounding it's many hundreds of thousands okay brent Brent told me one time and if i remembered it would not be fair for me to let out proprietary information luckily for him i forgot (laughs) hey if i come up here and help you get your books in the mail can i get a free book (laughs) i appreciate I appreciate yes, you know you know what takes the time Roy I'll be very candid I am always grateful for people who uh, just want a simple signature because when you get a an inscribed book um you know I'm I'm having to cut way back on the inscriptions because of vertigo uh, when I'm looking down yeah. signing but not only that but it uh, you have to match a label to that and carry it all the way through the the uh, People don't realize it takes me about seven times as long to do a book for a specific signature. You know, if, if I'm signing a book to Henry and one to Mabel, uh, Mabel doesn't want to get Henry's book, and, and the person giving the book doesn't want that to happen. And, and that's where the real time comes. I, it takes me about, uh, about uh, ten minutes to do an entire box of books with just simple signatures, and it takes uh, mm. something like, uh, uh, oh, maybe... 45 minutes to do a, a box of books with special signs, we call them. Yes. And that's what I have ahead of me this afternoon and this evening after Todd flies back to California as I have about 200 special signs to do. So mm-hmm. anyway, well, again, I appreciate the offer, though. I didn't go on deaf ears. You bet. Take care. I will. Thanks. And, and, and don't forget to send at 10, and I will send her a note. Thank you so much. Okay, let's see where I am time-wise. We, uh, we'll come back and go to Judy. In uh, Fort Worth and Ann, Anna in Ovilla, so uh, good uh, good questions, and I will try my best to help. Questions we have not had. Um, speaking of my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Don't want to talk you out of ordering it. I'm I'm grateful for the business. Please, please know I'm grateful for the business. I just am uh, trying to pace everything and get it all done for you. Uh, 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, a hardback printed on high-quality paper. I sign each copy as it sells and then put them in boxes. And uh, I took uh, 450 books, uh, which was uh, the Wednesday uh, uh, truckload that I took to the post office only to see the sign that said you have to use your own equipment to get them into the into the post office. Wait a minute. I'm paying to have these things shipped, and I'm having to bring my own equipment. Luckily, I had my little two-wheeler dolly that carries three boxes at a time. So I made the, what was it, 20 trips, now 15 trips, from my truck up the ramp and in with my books. Got them in, went home and laid down for a while. Um... 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, and I think you'll like the book. I guarantee your satisfaction. I sign it uh, as it sells. It's $36.95 plus tax and postage, but if you'd like to give it as a gift, the first book is at the regular price. Second and third books are only $31.95 each. It's $5 savings on each book at that point, so uh, you you can save a good bit that way. 
And uh, I think your recipients will find it to be very, very helpful. It's written to apply to any of the 254 counties in the great state of Texas, from Orange, Texas, Port Arthur, Beaumont, all the way to El Paso. It will affit, uh, apply. It will fit. And all the way to the uh, Amarillo and and uh, Clarendon, all the way to Rio Grande Valley. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. First book, thirty-six ninety-five. Second and third at thirty-one ninety-five. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You buy it either from my website or by calling my office Monday or Tuesday this week. And uh, the phone number at the office is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The other option is the better option. That's to order it right now at the website, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. All right. Guess I better talk now. It looks like it's my turn to tell you about Arborological Services. This is the time to call Arborological Services. If you have trees that you're concerned might be in distress after the cold damage from last winter. There are trees out there that need to be taken down. There are trees that need to be pruned to remove branches that are weakened from the ice, uh, from the cold of last February. They know how to tell the difference, and uh, they can help you with that. This is the most professional tree service company anywhere in North Texas. This is the company that others try to emulate. This is the company that will do you the best job possible. Arborological Services. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. They have three Arborists of the Year. They have an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion. They have it all. They're the best. 866-552-7267. The only company that will ever touch my trees. On Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. And uh, their uh, website is arborological.com. The phone number one more time for Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you, sir. And uh, before I get off the air, just so I don't run out of time at the end, thank you uh, for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We still have minutes to go here, but I just didn't want to get squeezed up against the end. Let me uh, go to Judy in Fort Worth. Judy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I've been growing iris for over 40 years, but I've never mulched around them because I didn't. I thought it would inhibit blooming. Is that true? Uh, it's probably true that that's uh, what you've been doing. I don't know that it's true that it would inhibit blooming at all. Mulching oh, okay. is never a bad idea. I wouldn't overdo the mulch. You don't want to pile it up uh, four inches deep around them. But I use right. pine bark mulch. I like it a lot. If you yeah. use compost that is fully composted so it's not big and coarse, uh, in either event, I would put uh, probably uh, three-fourths of an inch or an inch of mulch around them. You don't want to get a lot of moisture up around the crowns of the plants. But otherwise, okay. it's it's a good idea to mulch. It cuts down on weed growth. It holds moisture in the soil. Yes. So, uh, and it makes the garden idea. look tidy. So yes. for 
that we, it's okay then to mulch areas where the oxbud lilies and the daffodils are too. Absolutely. Even okay. more so than the iris. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Good girl. Thanks, Thanks for the call. All right, let's go to Anna in Ovilla. Anna, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I appreciate your call. What can I do to help you? Uh, you talked earlier with a person about an oak tree that had bark coming off of it, or you had mm-hmm. mentioned that. My tree has that now since the freeze, and I originally thought it might be a pest or something that's in the tree, but your screener said that it was probably from the freeze. But I'm wondering, do I need to cover it somehow during the winter time then to try and have it be saved for intensive how old is the uh, how old is the tree it's a fairly large tree but it's not the largest in our yard but it's probably at least um 18 inches in um, no, diameter no, you do not need to wrap the tree uh, the only time i wrap an oak tree would be if it's a brand new oak now forget Forget this past February's cold. I'm talking about just general terms. You plant a new oak tree and suddenly it's exposed to full sunlight or it's been growing in a nursery. I will wrap that trunk to protect it from sun scald. That is a totally different thing than what we are seeing with this radial shake. Uh, Radial shake came from the cold of last winter and the bark is just coming off in chunks, big chunks. And the trunk okay. beneath that bark is is dried and dead. Uh, you don't want to wrap it because it won't help the bark stay in place any better. It may trap moisture. It gives a vermin a, a place to hide. No, you do not want to wrap it. If the tree okay. is going to deteriorate, it's it's already there. It's already on its way. Okay. I, I did put a little uh, ant powder on it because it looked like carpenter ants had kind of already gotten into it by the time no. I noticed it. That's not going to be I... carpenter ants. It's just ants looking for a place to live. But they're not okay. they're not causing any problem. They're just hanging out. Okay. Okay. And so there's not really anything you can do to try and save it. It'll just do it on its own if it's going to. Well, as I as I. Uh, told the gentleman about half an hour ago in at great length every oak is mm-hmm. different this year and there's no way to give a good answer to a specific oak without seeing it a certified right. arborist could do that for you uh, by being there on site but in general okay. terms if the tree is safe left standing then just wait and see what happens if you're concerned okay. that it's going to fall and cause some kind of uh, damage or injury then you need to get the arborist out more quickly and and consider having it taken down. That I can't tell. Right. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. I've been trying to get different places to answer, and I haven't gotten anybody. Well, they're very behind because it was a massive calamity. But anyway, I must run. I appreciate your call. Folks, once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I am thankful for each of you. Happy gardening.